Greetings, Mark Pulley here with Yahweh Yeshua Assembly in Fort Myers, Florida, bringing you another teaching from Yah's Laws and Commandments. Shabbat Shalom, everybody. I pray your week was good. I pray that you're having a good Sabbath. And I want to thank you for tuning in. Also, those that support our channel through prayer, through financial giving we do appreciate it and thank you for it we also pray that Yahweh would bless you according to Deuteronomy chapter 28 that you'd be blessed coming in and blessed going out that he would rebuke the devourer for your sake and open up the windows of heaven and just as the little boy gave the few loaves and fishes Yahshua took it blessed it and it fed multitudes the and that the little boy received baskets full left over and that is my prayer for all those that pray for us support us in any way shape fashion or form encourage us um, are connected to us in any way that Yah would make his face shine upon you bless you and as you give as the Messiah said it shall be given back to you, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. So again, from the bottom of our hearts, we say thank you. Have you ever wondered about all the things that are going on in our nation? You look at right now, and this affects Linda and I personally, because she is from Roswell, New Mexico. We met in Roswell, New Mexico. We lived in Roswell, New Mexico. We pastored in Roswell, New Mexico. And we have a heart for the people of New Mexico. We have especially a desire for Rio Dosa, New Mexico, which is up in the mountains. And they just went through, and I believe the fire is out, but it burnt, and this is the second one in probably five to 10 years. It burnt quite a few acres, destroyed much of the forest. And currently, in northern New Mexico, which is typically the most beautiful part of the state, my wife told me this morning there's over 176,000 acres that have been destroyed. Multitude houses have been destroyed. Ranches have been destroyed. And then when you think of California, just recently we saw on TV in Malibu, which is a high uh, influential wealthy community, that there were many mansions that were on fire. And then you just think about all the devastations and the destructions that are taking place in our nation and in many different states. Um, I have received a word from Yahweh that I believe, I mean, it's real simple, it's hard to miss it, but if, you, if you're not familiar with the Torah, if you're not familiar with Yahweh's laws and commandments, then you can easily miss it. Because Christianity and Catholicism and false religions, pagan religions, do not teach these things. 
And so I want to share this word with you. I, excuse me, I put it on Facebook. And I just pray that it would be shared all over, especially somehow, someway, that Yahweh would get this teaching to our governors, to our senators, to our congressmen, and to all the leaders throughout our nations. And so let's turn to Leviticus chapter 26. I know for many, Leviticus, we, where's Leviticus? We never read Leviticus. Well, that's some of the issues that our nation is facing. So in Leviticus chapter 26 and verse number three, well, let's just read verse number one through three. You shall not make idols to yourselves. You shall not set up for yourselves graven images or a memorial pillar you know how our nation you know a great athlete or leader they build him a statue right there that violates Yahweh's laws and commandments and you shall not place any stone image in your land so that's the first thing then the second thing is you are not to bow yourselves to it so the first thing, you're not even to have it. And second thing, you're not to bow yourself to it. For I am Yahweh, your Elohim. Okay? Then it says, you shall keep my Sabbaths. So that's the second thing. That our nation as a whole, and nations, our states, our governors, our senators, our congressmen, they do not do. He said, Yahweh said, you shall keep my Sabbath. It's not Jewish Sabbath. It's not anybody's Sabbath, and it's plural. It's not just talking about the seventh day Sabbath, but, you know, the feast day Sabbath, the high Sabbath, so on and so forth. You shall keep my Sabbath and reverence my sanctuary. I am Yahweh. And then it says, if you walk in my statutes and keep my laws. So he's saying, if you do these things, then I will give you rains in their season. And the land shall give her produce and the tree of the field shall give its fruit. And then it says, And your threshing shall reach to the vintage, and the vintage shall reach to the sowing time, and you, you shall eat your bread to satisfaction, and your land securely. And verse 10, and just read this whole chapter, but verse 10 says, And you shall eat very old store and clear away the old store because of the new. What does that mean? That, and this is an agricultural community, they're saying, you shall still have in your storehouse. So for you and I, that would be our checking accounts, savings accounts, retirement accounts, so on and so forth, in our wallets, purses, pocketbooks, drawers, we keep money, between the mattress, whatever. He says, you shall eat 
from that before you receive the new harvest. Meaning, the new harvest will come in before all that old stuff you have in your accounts or in your storehouse is depleted. That's the blessing of Yah. That you would have in your refrigerators, in your cupboards, in your houses, in your cellars, in your accounts, in your pantries, in wherever you hold produce, food, or in most of our cases, we're not agricultural, it would be where we have our money in our bank accounts, checking accounts, savings accounts, retirement accounts, so on and so forth. That before you even approach eating the new, you still have the old left over. All that takes place because you're obeying Yahweh's laws and commandments. He said, and I am saying this to our senators, to our governors, to our president, to the leaders of our nations, that if you will obey Yahweh's laws and commandments, if you will run our nations, our cities, our states, our schools, our judicial system, according to Yahweh's laws and commandments, then he said, I will give you rains in the season. Then he said that your land will produce its fruit. It, you know, part of the reason a lot of places go through drought and there is destructive drought is because our nations are not obeying Yahweh's laws and commandments. Yahweh's will is to give you rain. But rain comes because you obey His laws and commandments. So the answer to our nation's dilemma where there's fires, where there's droughts, and where there's other destructive weather patterns, those are judgments. And when you read Deuteronomy 28 verse 1 and 2, it says that if you listen to His voice, obey His commandments, then these blessings will come upon you. Verse 15 says, if you do not obey His voice, then these curses or judgments will come upon you. And part of those judgments are sickness and disease. Part of those judgments are insecurity and fear. Part of those judgments are poverty Part of those judgments are what the world calls as acts of God, meaning things like hurricanes, uh, fires, tornadoes, all those things. We, we think of all the tornadoes this past year that were in Texas and Louisiana and Mississippi and Wisconsin and Ohio and Illinois and all those different places. See, when those things take place, the hand of Yah has been removed. And the hand of Yah has been removed because He's been saying for a period of time, Return unto Me. Come back to My laws and commandments. 
run your governments, run your schools, run your life, live according to my laws and commandments. If you don't, you will suffer the consequences. Remember the Apostle Paul says, He that sows to the flesh shall reap of the flesh destruction. So whatsoever man soweth, that shall he reap. So when you are sowing lawlessness, when you are teaching that you don't need to obey Yahweh's laws and commandments, you're going to reap destruction. You're going to reap judgments from Yah. He will not put up with idolatry. He will not put up with any form of paganism that people try to think that they can Christianize or that through prayer you can get Yahweh to accept it and receive it. And that is just crazy. All right. So we see here that Yahweh promises rain to those who obey Yahweh's laws and commandments. And, you know, and I don't want to get into political things, but many of the communities that are experiencing harsh judgments are communities that are pro-choice, pro-homosexual, pro-homosexual marriages, and that are known to be run by Democrats who are all for those things. And, you know, it's time to return to Yahweh's laws and commandments. You need to understand these things that are destructive, that are taking place in your states, is because of the decisions you have made, because of the, the leadership that you have given over those states that are not in line with Yahweh's laws and commandments. And there are believers of Yah in all those states that are crying out for repentance, that are crying out for you to turn away from your lawlessness and turn to Yahweh's Torah, His instructions, His laws and commandments, His way of doing things. So, Yahweh promises rain to those that obey His laws and commandments. This past spring, we were in a pretty good drought here in Florida, southwest Florida. And, you know, as I was praying and, you know, asking Yahweh to give us rain, for quite a while, it was like it was falling on deaf ears. And I understood that it's because of disobedience to Yahweh's laws and commandments. And so I just kept praying, kept doing what I could do to renounce lawlessness, and, you know, kept believing that Yahweh would pour out rain upon us and bring life-producing rain, drought-rebuking rain, and Usually here in Florida, when it gets dry like that, the danger of fires are abundant. And praise Yahweh, 
there were no destructive fires, at least in the general area where we live in Southwest Florida. So even though it was dry, even though there was drought, he was still protecting us. And, you know, is it because of those that obey his laws and commandments that he gave them favor on behalf of the, the community? Possibly. So, nonetheless. Um, all right. Now, here's something to understand. If, I mean, all these things are judgments against the gods of our nations and the leaders of our nations that are yielding to these mighty ones, to these Elohims, to these gods, these satanic beings, that if they continue in these, then, then the judgments will continue and they will, they will multiply. And if what we thought through the pandemic, through COVID, through lack of food, you know, that were on the shelves in the stores, through all these, what, these tornadoes, um, the fires, so on and so forth, that if our leaders and individual families continue in their lawlessness, continue resisting the Almighty, the Mighty One, the Most High, Yahweh, then these judgments will continue and increase. But if we renounce them, if we say, Yahweh, forgive us, if we turn away from them, He will have mercy and He will cleanse our land. He will heal our land. He will restore us. But it takes genuine repentance. It takes genuine turning away from all lawlessness, which includes Christianity and Catholicism and every other false religion, because they are not based on Yahweh's laws and commandments. They are not based on His name. They're based on false names. They're based on titles. They're based on paganism. They support all these pagan holidays. They participate in it and many other things they do. That if they will turn away from them and turn to, to Yahweh's laws and commandments, yesterday because of this hat where I was working, and this hat creates many conversations, you know, I was talking to a gentleman who's a fellow believer, and uh, he asked if I thought Yahweh is highly offended when we call him God or when we call the Messiah Jesus, and I said, yes, he is. I believe he is, because that's not his name. Now, you know, he said, well, he knows our hearts. Well, we can't, that doesn't fly. Remember, in, um, I believe it's First or Second Kings 17, and in Exodus 34, 35, they said that they were going to have, they built a calf and they were involved in pagan worship unto Yahweh. And what was Yahweh's response? Judgment. He would not accept it. It made him hot, meaning angry. And so that's what his response is when we call him by some pagan name, when we call him by some pagan title. 
So we need, as believers, we might not know these things at first, but we need to get in the Word, and you need to go somewhere and be part of a fellowship that is going to teach you the Word, even if it's via Internet, even if it's via you know, just a handful of people. We need to obey Yahweh's laws and commandments. Um, in Psalm 33 and verse 12, it says, Blessed is the nation who makes Yahweh their Elohim. Blessed is the nation who makes Yahweh their Elohim. Not blessed is the nation who makes their nation Lord or, or goes after God. No, it says in the original Hebrew, it says, Blessed is the, is the nation who makes Yahweh their mighty one, who makes Yahweh the most high. Now, when you make the gods of this world, pagan gods, your most high, like most of our nations have done, most of our governors, presidents have done, some more so than others, then you are, that nation is not blessed. And right now we are going through that this is a Shemitah year, and judgments come during a Shemitah year. You can research that in, in, in all history. Every seven years, it's like when there has been economic recession, it's a Shemitah year. When there's been judgments upon a nation, it's in a Shemitah year. And, you know, that is what is taking place now. What's the answer? The answer is not what man comes up with. The answer is not electric cars. The answer is not this, that, or the other thing that man can think of. The answer is to obey Yahweh's laws and commandments. It's just that simple. To return as the prophets of old prophesied and were commanding Israel to return. And when they would return, Yahweh would restore them. Yahweh would bless them. Yahweh would, would be one with them once again. <clears throat> now we read and we talked about Deuteronomy. So we're going to skip that part. Now here's two um, scriptures from the prophets that will verify what I'm sharing with you. So, whenever anybody says they have a word for you from Yahweh, if it doesn't line up with the Torah, doesn't line up with the prophets, doesn't line up with the first five books of the Bible or the Psalms, it's not from Yahweh. But the word someone brings you, like this word I'm bringing you, we took it straight out of the Torah, Book of Leviticus, Book of Deuteronomy, and you could just, there's tons of other scriptures. There's, there's another one in Ecclesiastes we'll get to. That, and then we're going to read two, we're going to read in Malachi 3.7 and Zechariah 1.3. And that's all part of the Torah. Yah's commandments. It says, Zechariah 1.3 says, Thus saith Yahweh, 
Turn unto me, and I will turn unto you, saith Yahweh. So the prophets were always prophesying for Israel and the people of Yahweh to come back to him, to come back to his laws and commandments, to obey his laws and commandments. And that's what Yahweh is saying right now to our nations that are experiencing these devastations, to the families that have experienced devastations, that have lost loved ones. Turn to Yahweh's laws and commandments. It's not about the shot. It's not about, you know, having the greatest military in the world. It's about obeying Yahweh's laws and commandments. When you obey Yahweh's laws and commandments, you are dwelling in the secret place of the Most High. You will abide under the shadow of His Almightiness. And you will say that Yahweh is your refuge. Yahweh is your fortress. Yahweh is your rock and your strength. And later in that chapter, it says that no evil will come near you, nor any plague come near your dwelling, for he shall give his angels charge over you. Who's the you? The you is he that dwells in the secret place, the one that obeys Yahweh's laws and commandments. What did Yahshua say in John 14, verse 15? If you love me, keep my commandments. It's all about obeying his commandments because you love him. And obeying His commandments have a part to do with your salvation. Yes, we need to receive and confess and believe that Yahshua came and He did come and He did take all of our sin, all of our judgments. But He also commanded us. Remember the woman caught in the act of adultery? He said to her, go and sin no more. The man that was healed in John, I believe, 8, He said, go and sin no more. So, living a life of obedience to Yahweh's laws and commandments is a must. You and I must have a heart that willingly, lovingly, and in faith desires, wants to obey Yahweh's laws and commandments and steps out in faith and begins to obey them. And when they fall short, They renounce it and ask Yahweh to teach them, forgive them, and He will. If you confess your sin. Part of the word confess means to turn and go in the opposite direction. Alright. Malachi 3.7 says the same thing. But it's a prophetic commandment. Return to Yahweh's laws and commandments. See, that's, that's the emphasis. How important, think about this, how important is obeying Yahweh's laws and commandments? How important is obeying Yahweh's laws and commandments? According to the scriptures, to the Hebrew scriptures, it is everything. Obeying Yahweh's laws and commandments is everything. Exodus 15.26 says that if you will obey His laws and commandments, His statutes, His judgments, and if you will keep and do them, then He will put none of these diseases upon you because He is Yahweh, your healer. So healing, the first place to look if you're battling something, is are you obeying His voice? 
Are you obeying his laws and commandments? Are you doing things according to his will? Are you doing things the way he says to do them? Or are you stubborn doing your own thing? That's a tough one. All right. Ecclesiastes 12.13 says, and this is, this is the bottom line of it all, folks. So, to our presidents, our kings, our leaders, our senators, our governors, our politicians, first off, they shouldn't even be in those offices if they're not obeying Yahweh's laws and commandments because they're going to follow the ways of the nations, the customs of the nations. That's why, you know, for me, I've separated myself from everything that's political because it's not of Yahweh and it's eventually going to be destroyed because it is an anti-Messiah. It's of Babylon. It's of paganism. It's simply people that people put in office to run our nation, but not according to Yahweh's laws and commandments. We want to get leaders, and when it will be Yah's governments, he will have leaders in there that submit to and obey his laws and commandments. So as we close, in Ecclesiastes 12.13, it says in the LEB version, here is the final conclusion. Fear Yahweh and obey his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. Fear Yahweh and obey his laws and commandments. You cannot say that you fear the Most High if you're not willing to obey his laws and commandments. I'll break it down for you. You cannot say that you fear the Most High if you don't keep the Sabbath. You cannot say you fear the Most High if you have other gods before you. Yesterday, or was it this morning? No, last night. I put on Facebook about this the symbol of a Christian fish. And you can go to it and read it. And it's really, it doesn't represent Christianity. The roots of it represent the pagan mother goddess and so when you have that on your vehicle on a hat on a shirt you are participating in paganism you are participating in the god that those pagans were worshiping when they developed that now Christianity just tried to take it over and Christianize it, but you can't do that. Here's what I wrote. Christians, do you know the fish symbol is a symbol associated with the pagan mother goddess and idolatry, not the Hebrew Messiah? For you to make any symbol that the pagans use, which is the Christian fish, the cross, to worship their sun gods with, for you to make any symbol that the pagans use to worship their sun gods with is to worship their god behind the idol. You are worshiping another god 
than the Messiah or the Most High of the Bible. So we need to get rid of it unless you want to keep breaking Yahweh's commandments. El, the Elohim of Israel. Yahweh forbids this. He said not to make. We read in, Deuter in, in Leviticus 26. You, you shall not make idols unto yourselves. You shall not set up for yourselves graven images or a memorial. You shall not place any stone image. You shall not create any image. And if you go to Exodus 20, here we can turn there real quick. If you turn to Exodus 20, this was actually the first thing I ever came to understand in Torah that led me to this journey. It says in Exodus 20, I am Yahweh, your Elohim, verse 2, who has brought you out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. You shall not have any other Elohim before my face. You shall not make any graven image for yourself. So any type of image, whether you paint it, whether it's carved, whether it's a picture, whatever. You shall not make any image or likeness in the heavens above or in the earth beneath or in the waters under the earth. And that symbol, the Christian fish, is a fish god symbol where it represents demonic beings. And see, Christianity and so much of Christianity is built upon paganism and they have no clue because no one's ever taught them no one's ever mentioned it to them or if they have they're so steeped in it that they're like the people in mark 7 when yeshua said that you keep the commandments of man and you defy and you disobey yahweh's laws and commandments they were keeping what the rabbis said. Many have been keeping what the pastors have said, what the churches have said, what Christianity has said, what Catholicism has said, instead of obeying what Yahweh says. Here's how I describe myself. I am not <clears throat> in Judaism. I'm not a Jew. I am not a Christian. I am just simply a person that believes the Scriptures. Or... I am a Bible believer. Now, I know people say they're Bible believers, but what they really mean, they're Christianity believers according to their understanding of the New Testament, which is totally inaccurate. But you and I need to be scriptural believers starting in the Torah. Believing the Torah, obeying Yahweh's laws and commandments. So if you say that you are a believer in the Most High and you don't keep the Sabbath, you have false images before you. You've changed His name and you call Him L-O-R-D, J-E-S-U-S, or G-O-D instead of Yahweh or Yah or Yahweh or Yahshua. 
then you are not truly a biblical believer. And <clears throat> here, listen to this. I'm just repeating what the Apostle John said. And the Apostle John is the one who had his head on the Messiah's bosom. And he was the one that the Messiah loved immensely. But in 1 John, here i got to find it. Yep, here we go. 1 John, chapter 2. It says, in verse 3, And by this we know we have known Him, if we keep His commandments. So if you keep His commandments, it is confirmation, it is a testimony that you know Him. Well, what is the opposite? If you preach lawlessness, if you disobey Yahweh's laws and commandments, it's also a testimony. It's also a witness that you do not know Him. Because if you knew Him, you know that He commands and He desires above all things that you would keep His commandments. Then it says, The one saying, I have known Him, and keep not His commandments, is a liar, and the truth is not in Him. One more, one more verse. This one is really good. Um, Deuteronomy 5. 29. Deuteronomy 5.29. So the bottom line, Ecclesiastes said, is to fear Yahweh and to obey His commandments. If our nations and our leaders would begin to fear Yahweh and re renounce paganism and begin to believe His laws and commandments and run our governments, run our nations, run our businesses, run our homes... And we can start with this, you and I, in our homes, run our homes according to his, to his laws and commandments and begin with the Sabbath. You know, for whatever reason, I'm totally convinced of this, that in Yahweh's eyes, keeping the Sabbath is one of the most important things you can do. And He blesses us in an abundant way when we keep His Sabbath. Do your study on the Sabbath. Nowhere does He allow any compromise of the Sabbath for any reason. <clears throat> Deuteronomy 5.29 says, Would that this heart of theirs... Now he's talking to the children of Israel. He's talking to those that say that they're following the Elohim of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob which that is who Christianity says they're following, but they're not. Would that this heart of theirs would be this always, to fear me and to keep my commandments. So Yahweh's saying that, Oh Israel, that you would hear me, that you would fear me, that you would keep all my commandments. And then he says, so that it would be well with you. So how do we come to a place for our nation to be blessed? For our families to be blessed? For our cities to come out from under the curse of murder 
and witchcraft and idolatry and to come into the blessing of Yahweh. Fear Yahweh and obey His, His commandments. Our inner cities, which have the majority of crime, you know, certain people groups that experience and ha have so much crime done against them, it would all be stopped if we all began to fear Yahweh and obey His laws and commandments. If you live in the inner city, if you live in an area where you know, drugs and rape and murder and prostitution and homosexuality and, and all these kinds of evil things, murder, rapes take place day in and day out. It's just a constant way of life. If you want to see your, your community changed, begin by you and your family obeying Yahweh's laws and commandments. Begin by fearing Him. And then, as you begin to do that, you are going to experience Yahweh's presence. You are going to experience, as you keep the Sabbath, keep it in your house. If you don't know what else to do, just shut everything off, shut yourself off from the outside world, and that day, just enjoy being with your family, study the Word, pray the Word, worship a little bit, you know, feed yourself. Enjoy a day of rest. Spend it with your family. You know, cook some some burgers or if you're not into uh, meat, you know, because my wife's really into a plant-based diet. I, I enjoy a burger once in a while, but I'm no longer eating meat like I used to. You know, enjoy a picnic. You can do a lot of plant-based foods, all kinds of stuff. Enjoy, you know, just gathering around, fellowshipping, eating, and celebrating Yahweh. All because you might not know what to do. Just begin to say, Yahweh, you said to keep the Sabbath day separated. So I'm separating myself from the world on this Shabbat. And all I know to do is read a few scriptures, maybe watch a few YouTube teachings, and then the rest I'm just going to spend with my family until you give me instructions and what I should do or should not do. And you're going to find, as you begin to do this, that there's going to be a peace that comes. And then as, as you do this, you know, share it with your neighbors. Share it with your community. And then Yahweh is going to be, cause that to spread. Your neighborhood would start coming under the umbrella of your protection, of Yahweh's protection. He will begin protecting you. He is no respecter of persons. In Acts chapter 10, Peter said, I discern that all those who obey Yahweh's laws and commandments, He is no respecter of persons. So it doesn't matter what your race is, doesn't matter what your economic position is, that if you obey His laws and commandments, he will have reverence unto you. He will res respect you. He will bless you. He will pour out His Spirit upon you. He will order your steps. He will give His angels charge over you. And He will be a wall of fire round about you, your property, and your things. So the bottom line is to fear Yahweh. 
and to obey his commandments. He so desires our nations to be restored to his laws and commandments that our nations, our president, would humble himself so much that he would openly stand up and say, I've been defying the Elohim of Israel. I've been living according to pagan instructions to the pagan gods. But from this day forward, I am living according to Yahweh's laws and commandments. From this day forward, every law we pass in our nation will have to line up with the laws of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the Elohim of Israel, Yahweh the Most High. And if there are any laws in our nations, in our states, that contradict that, we will change them. We renounce them. See, most of America right now wants laws that encourage lawlessness, encourage the lust of the flesh, encourage sin. That's what they want. And that's what our government is trying to give them. But there are a good handful of those that are saying, no, we do not want that. We do not want lawlessness. We do, want, do not want murder. We do not want abortion. We do not want perversion. We do not, do not want murders and thefts and rapes and violence. We do not want these evil things. And many of them are obeying Yah's laws and commandments. Some of them are just Christian people that have yet to come to the understanding of the importance of living according to Yahweh's laws and commandments. And so I pray and I believe that this word is to go forth and to help nations get restored back to Yahweh's laws and commandments. And that I pray that you would accept what Yahweh's laws and commandments are saying, that we would be restored as the prophets of old prophesied. Return unto Yahweh. Return unto His commandments. And then He will return unto you. If my people, who are called by my name, Yahweh, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, turn from lawlessness, turn from paganism, turn from false pagan religions, and seek my face, land and so the answer is we need to return to Yahweh's laws and commandments we need to fear him we need to love him we need to have so much faith in him that we are willing to be ridiculed by the world because we keep the Sabbath because we keep the feasts because we keep His laws and commandments. Though none go with us, still we're going to follow Yahweh. Me and my house, we are going to serve Yahweh. You and your house, I pray, and I prophesy, are going to serve Yahweh. That He would make a way, that He would write His laws and commandments upon our minds and upon our hearts. 
And that we'd, we would come out of paganism. And we'd come back to the biblical roots of Yahweh's laws and commandments. So Father, we worship You. Father, we praise You. Yahweh, we just bless Your holy name. And we thank You for Your mercy. We thank You for Your grace. As we pray that our nations, our individual families, would renounce everything that is not in Your laws and commandments, and that they would return to your laws and commandments. That you would spread a revival of your Torah. That your people would return to your laws and commandments. We ask you to forgive our nations of all Torahlessness and all lawlessness. And that you would write your laws and commandments upon our minds and upon our hearts from this day forward. And Father, we bless you, we honor you, we worship you on this, your day, the day you have made, the Shabbat. And until next time, may Yahweh bless you, may Yahweh make his face shine upon you, may Yahweh do for you and make a way for you where there seems to be no way, that he would do exceedingly, abundantly above all that you could ask or think. And until next time, if you want to connect with us, YahwehYeshuaAssembly.com is our website. Or you can connect with us on Facebook. Or you can connect with me, Mark Pulley, on Facebook. But until next time, fear Yahweh and obey His commandments. Shalom, shalom.